Crown Corner, your podcast for Charlotte FC and beyond. Today we are joined by Nick Scardina, who is featured in Crown Legacy's inaugural season. And Nick, it's got off to a really good start, unbeaten, top of the table. Can you talk to us a little bit about what this first season has been like for you as a player? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely been a great start to to pro pro life for me uh, coming out of college. Couldn't have asked to come into a better situation and with a better coach, better staff, and better teammates around me. And it's just been an awesome experience. And I've learned a lot so far, and it's a long year, and looking forward to learning a lot more. Now, watching Crown Legacy play, looks like there's some really good chemistry going on, celebrations together, everyone fighting for each other. What do you think the secret is behind building such incredible chemistry in such a short time of being a team? Um, I think the secret is is just um, the coaching, to be honest. Uh, Jose does a really good job of kind of motivating us to give our all every single day and um, not only fight for ourselves, but fight for each other and fight fight to win. You know, that's, that's a big thing that he preaches. And I think that, that plays a big piece in uh, why we've had success so far this year. And um, it definitely builds a lot of team chemistry when your coach can – really rile everyone up so that's definitely been a big part and I was actually going to touch on that the club has posted some really cool videos of Jose talking to you guys it feels like you could run through a brick wall for him what (laughs) has been your individual interactions with Jose what has he wanted to find from you as a player yeah my my interactions with Jose have been really positive um he's always just looking to push me further and kind of work on the little details in my game to push me to the next level and as a player, I really appreciate that. His his attention to detail is, is super important and has helped me learn a lot so far. And um, um, I'd say he, he's just played a big role in how my year has gone this, this um, how my year has been so far and the teams as well. Now, another player that I think is extremely motivating and we had an opportunity to talk uh, with him on the podcast before is Captain David Poreba. How is David as a captain and what traits does he help bring to this side? Yeah, David's a great captain. You know, um, he really is a really good player and um, he really knows how to um, get us motivated as well. Um, He does a good job on the field of communicating and you can see on the field his effort. He gives his all. So that's really motivating to, to me and all the other guys on the field as well, seeing him giving his 100% makes us want to do the same thing. So I'd say that's a big piece of why um, he's such a great captain is we're able to see his effort and him giving his all. Now let's get into Nick Scardina. For those that don't know about your history, tell us a little bit about your lifetime with soccer. Where did it start and how did you arrive here? So I started kind of in the MLS system in eighth grade. I grew up in Portland and played in the Portland Timbers Academy. So I played for them for five years. I was there from eighth grade to my senior year in high school. And then I ended up moving on. I made a couple appearance. I made one appearance for the Timbers two team while they were playing in the USL championship at that time. 
Um, and then I ended up moving on to play at the University of Washington up in Seattle. So not too far away. I was close to family um, and played there for four years and won a couple of Pac-12 championships and uh, made a national championship uh, appearance in Cary, North Carolina. So not far from here, which is really weird being being back in North Carolina. I came here with UW and now I'm back here playing for Charlotte. So it's a cool full circle kind of moment. But now um signed for charlotte fc and playing games for uh crown legacy right now how was that moment that you got drafted i think every soccer player dreams of having their name called in the draft what was that like for you and also your family it was awesome uh i have a i have a really cool um draft story actually my family and i were on vacation in um mexico and um, we were uh, watching the draft together on the screen. Um, we watched the first round and my name wasn't called, but it was it was really cool sitting there with them and seeing um, my friend uh, from Washington, Elijah, get drafted and um, just seeing everyone get drafted. And then uh, we were all watching uh, the second round and then my name popped up out of nowhere. I was not expecting it at all in my family and I kind of just went crazy, you know, shouting, screaming, like, oh, my gosh, we were all so shocked. Um, so I, I really had no words at that moment. And then I hopped on the phone with um, Bobby and the, the rest of the front office, and they kind of talked to me and said that they had been um, wanting me and were, were glad uh, I was coming to Charlotte. So it was just a really cool moment, and I'll definitely, definitely never forget that. Not a bad place to be able to celebrate as well on the beach, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for it sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I was able to go on the beach after and celebrate them with them for sure. Yeah. So you've shown a lot of versatility, I think, since arriving at Crown Legacy. You played most of your college career as a midfielder slash forward. Now you're adjusting to playing as a fullback, wingback. What mm. traits do you think the coaching staff have seen in you? that makes you suitable to that transition? And how difficult is it as a player to have to go from playing in one position the most of your career and then switch into a different role in your professional career? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's definitely not easy. Um, I would say the first couple of uh, weeks were definitely tough, just getting the the 1v1 defending down. You're, you're just in different spaces that you're not used to. Um, I played like my whole career at right wing. I was a right winger. And now coming down to right back, I think I think it's really cool how I've been able to adjust. Um, it's it's all in the little details, and that's what they've kind of preached to me. And um, just the le little details of positioning to to give yourself a better chance of winning the ball or or getting the ball in better spaces. Um, so that's kind of what they've talked to me about. And I I'd say I've I've adjusted well. I I always knew that maybe there was a chance I would I would convert to right back um in a professional environment just because that's kind of where i would fit into the team and i'm just happy to to be on the field and if that's where if right back's where i am that's where i am do you think in a lot of ways it helps that you played as a winger and you know defensively what would have been difficult to beat in terms of your mindset does that help you as in understanding okay if i'm a winger i don't want a defender to do this so you start to act that way as a defender as well yeah a little bit um it's definitely I definitely take some of that knowledge into the game. Every game's different just just from the way that teams play, but I definitely know that wingers don't like um just if you if you're close to them, close to them whenever they get the ball defensively. So I nef definitely know that like going into every game just trying to set the tone um and I also don't like when wingers have to 
keep stepping out to you and keep uh try having to defend you and and things like that so maybe dropping deep and giving different angles are things that i look to do and and take that knowledge from being a winger into into being a right back now now you may be more on the defensive side of the ball now but you still managed to score your first goal for legacy in the home opener what was that experience like that was that was amazing you know I, I was just glad the ball the ball fell to me in that position and i was able to do something with it my family actually had made the trip out for that game as well so it was just a super cool moment so many people in the stands um my family here um it was just a super awesome moment to to secure that point for us and kind of get the the year started um on a better note than a loss and speaking of the fans how incredible has it been playing at the sportsplex seeing the fans embrace you they've got individual songs for legacy they're you know they're supporting you guys every time you play at home how amazing has that been even being in the second team still seeing how the environment is uh with the fan base yeah it's been awesome it's really 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 motivating uh for me um just trying to get to that next level um i know that people kind of see the hard work that i'm putting in but they also see the hard work the team is putting in um and it it's kind of um it's really cool to see that uh we always have people coming out to our games cheering um uh autographs after the game as well it's great to see uh families bringing their kids out so um it's a, it's a Charlotte's a really cool place and I, i'm really happy to be here and the fans are awesome and speaking of the next level we're seeing a lot of crown legacy players now debut for the first team for you is that really exciting to see that that pathway is truly there and that the team is ready to trust players that have made an impact in legacy in the first team as well? I would say so, yeah. Um I mean, most of those guys that have come up from Crown Legacy to to play um and make their debuts and and be on the bench are some of my like close friends and it's really cool to hear from them. Um it just goes to show that you're not that far away. Um that you just got to keep working and keep your head down and good things will come and that's kind of kind of what I've been trying to do. And if you had to pinpoint an area of your game that you would really like to focus on taking to that next level before the end of the season, what would you feel that would be? Um a specific piece would probably be um getting some more assists out of my game, so working on my crossing. Uh I think that's a big piece of my game where I'm getting into the right places but maybe not getting that end product right now, so by the end of the year I want to say that um my crossing and and vision have improved. Crown Legacy sitting top of the table. We'd love to lift some silverware in the first year. What do you think is the key to continuing this momentum as a squad right now? Um I definitely think the key to getting there is just being humble. Um being humble and grateful that we get to play together every single day. we get to play so many games together and kind of just enjoying the experience um being grateful is a big piece of who we are as a team um we preach it a lot and we talk about it um almost every single day is just to be humble and grateful that we get to play soccer every day and play in this this beautiful environment and for great fans so speaking of playing soccer every day there is a game this friday at home at the sportsplex if someone's sitting on the fence oh maybe i want to come out and watch What would you say to them to get them to come out and back you 7:30 p.m. at the Sportsplex? Um it's going to be a fantastic game. Uh we're playing against Orlando, second place team, so 
it, it would be a big win for us, but we're, we're going to give our all. And Sportsplex is an amazing place, and I'm sure you'll you'll never regret making the decision to come out to a game. So, You heard it here first. Sportsplex, Friday night, 7.30 p.m. Nick Scardina will be in action for Crown Legacy as they take on Orlando City B. Nick, thank you so much for joining us, and good luck for the rest of the season. No problem. Thank you for having me.